You got the tickets? Okay, well, come in here so you can see what snack options they have. Look, they've got a share the air section now. Perfect for small enclosed spaces. Huh. Let's see what we got here. We've got um, egg and mayo sandwiches, tuna fish, salad, kimchi. Oh, yes, kimchi. Oh, hey, Guy Ross, you made it. Yeah, sorry I'm late, guys. I got held up at the airport security line. I had to get my shoes scanned, and then my jacket scanned, and then my elbow patches scanned. What? But I made it. Yep. And uh, what is that you're dragging behind you? Oh, oh, this whole thing? This is actually really cool, Mindy. Check it out. It's my new carry-on luggage. Okay. Um, It's made out of a Kevlar fabric with reinforced zippers. And check this out. The flight's about to take Self-deploying handles with custom latex grips. Isn't it amazing? Well, I mean, amazing's kind of a strong word for a suitcase, but... Uh, where's your luggage, Mindy? Oh, it's right here. I've been holding it the whole time. Oh, oh. Hmm. See? Uh, Mindy, is that a, a Nina Toten bag? Oh, you know it is. Never go on a trip without it. Ah, it's soaking wet. Ugh, I know. It's all the salsa. Why do you have a tote bag full of salsa? Well, because I'm only going away for the weekend, Guy Raz. It's not like I'm going to need a whole suitcase full of salsa. This is all the salsa I'll need. No, 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 Mindy. Why do you need... Flight W0W1 to Florida is now boarding. Will all passengers boarding this flight please make their way to gate 23? Oh, that's us, Guy Raz. Come on, Red. Let's go. You know, Mindy, I I never asked, why are we taking a plane down to Florida? I mean, wouldn't it make a lot more sense for us to just hop on Reggie and then away we go? Well, yes and no. Oh, uh, did he have another taekwondo accident? No. Because if I've told him once, I've told him a thousand times, when performing the downward roundhouse kick, you've got to keep your back straight. Otherwise, he's going to keep on hyperextending his tail feathers. No, no, no. Reggie's tail feathers are just fine. Uh... It's his parents. His parents? Yeah. Um, so you know how we're going down to Florida to visit Reggie's parents in their newfangled retirement village? Uh, yeah? Well, just before we left, they sent him this message. Uh, hey, Reg, can I borrow your phone for a sec? Oh, ooh, nice throw. Okay, now where is that message? Here it is. Okay, check it out. 
Uh, uh, Mindy, these are just a bunch of claw prints. Oh, right. I keep forgetting you can't read pigeon scratch. No worries. I'll translate. It says, our dearest Reginald. Reginald? I know, right? Our dearest Reginald, we can't wait to see you when you come down and visit us in the Sunshine State next week. However, we'd feel more comfortable if you were to take a plane down. We know you're a responsible flyer, but we worry about all of the other less responsible birds that fly in the jet stream. It would make us all feel much more comfortable knowing that you are safe. Lots of love, blah, blah, blah. You're one and only, blah, 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 blah. And it just pretty much goes on like that for a while. Okay, so we're taking a plane down to Florida, I guess. We are. Right, okay, got it. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, here we are, gate 23. Oh, hello. Hello, boarding passes and IDs, please. Ooh, an organ donor. Why, bless your beak, sir. Go right ahead. Here you go. And thank you, Mr. Raz. <clears throat> oh, hang on. Um, sorry, I wasn't prepared. I know it's in here somewhere. No, it's our receipt. Oh, here it is. Thank you. Oh, ma'am, this is a library card covered in salsa. Ah, uh, yes, but it has my photo on it right there. Uh, oh, yes, sorry. Uh... Just couldn't recognize you with you pulling your nose up like that in the picture. I know. I get that all the time. All right. Straight on through. Enjoy the flight. Florida, here we come. Hello, folks. From up on the flight deck, the seatbelt sign has now been turned off. You are free to move about the cabin. (laughs) Mindy? Mindy? Yeah? Mindy, everyone on this plane is looking at you. What on earth is so funny? Oh, man, you got to check this out, Guy Raz. It's this hilarious movie where this guy has to reach under his seat. <laughs> Get this. Uh, he has to put on this bright yellow vest and an oxygen mask and then... <laughs> uh, uh, Mindy, are you sure you weren't just watching the safety video? What? No! I was... I was totally watching the safety video. Uh, Where did Reggie go? Uh, I don't know. The last time I saw him, he was in the cockpit. Oh, how cool. Is he getting a little tour of the plane? Nah, he was teaching a couple of new pilots how to fly. Uh Uh-huh. We will now begin service of our lunch menu. We are offering two options, a Pop-Tart with a slice of aged American cheese or a hearty home-style lasagna made entirely of peanut brittle. La la! What kind of airline is this? Garaz, you have no idea how pumped I am that we get to go down to Florida to visit Reggie's parents in their retirement village. Last time I was there, oh man, that place was full of so many interesting characters. I didn't think I was ever going to leave. You know, Mindy, now that I think about it, I've never been to an animal retirement home before. Oh, you are going to love it, Guy Raz. There are lizards and birds and marsupials all living together in beautiful harmony, playing bridge and sucking on butterscotch. Wow, that, that sounds great. Oh, yeah. And there are some residents that I can't wait to catch up with. There's this one Greenland shark, 
Gary, who's celebrating his 400th birthday this year. 400? Wow, that's a lot of candles to stick on a crab cake. Yeah, that's nothing, Guy Raz. The village's oldest resident is this Quahog clam named Ming. Last time I saw him in 2007, he was about to turn 507 years old. Whoa, you mean Ming was born in, uh, carry the one, uh, 1499? You know it. Pretty bonkerballs, huh? That's older than the United States, Mindy. That's older than Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel. That's older than... The shrimp in my pocket. Uh... But there's one creature down there that I'm really pumped to visit again. Who's that? Okay, so his name is George. George... George the Galapagos tortoise. Ah, I've heard about Galapagos tortoises before. They're huge. The biggest ones can grow up to six feet long and can weigh up to 900 pounds. And most importantly, they are the longest living species of tortoise on the planet. Which would explain why George is in the retirement village. Exactoritos, Guy Raz. For the last 40 years, George has just been chilling out in the Florida sun, training for triathlons, playing shuffleboard, you know, things that tortoises do. 40 years? Mindy, I thought most tortoises don't live past 30 years. And you're telling me that George has been retired for 40 years? Uh-huh. Well, uh, how old is he then? Well, uh, let me see here. So the last time I saw him seven years ago, and he was, he would be 110 years old. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be celebrating his birthday while we're down there. So excited. I got him the perfect present. Wow, what did you get him? I think it's in my overhead luggage. Hang on a second. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. I'm just going to squeeze by you. Open the hatch of this. Mindy, Mindy, what is that? It's a prickly pear, Guy Raz. Why in the world do you have a prickly pear cactus in your overhead baggage? I just told you it's George's birthday. Turns out prickly pear is his favorite tortoise food. Greetings again from the flight deck. The fasten seatbelt sign has been turned on. Please return to your seats as we are about to begin our descent into Florida. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm going to have to have you take your seat. It's not a problem. Just need to put this back in the overhead. Can I help you with that cactus? Suit yourself. Catch! Thanks. Madam, please don't throw cactuses at people. I shouldn't have to say that. We are beginning our final approach. Flight attendants, please cross-check and prepare for arrival. Thank you very much. Oh, and I can't forget your tip. Um, let me see here. Uh, oh, how about this? In a pinch, when making a sandwich and you're out of cheese, just use a yellow post-it instead. I already knew that one. Have a nice day! Well, Reggie, Guy Raz, here we are. Final Sunset Retirement Farm. Man, oh man, this place is really nice, Mindy. Nicely paved roads, golf buggies to get around. They even have a koi pond. Actually, that's just a swimming pool for Mr. and Mrs. Yakamoto. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Yakamoto! It's me, Mindy! I'm back! 
Anywho, we should probably sign in at the front office so that Reggie can see his parents. How you doing with those bags, Reg? Hey, I think that's where we go check in over there, Mindy. What makes you think that? Well, the giant flashing neon sign above the door that says, check in here. Oh, yeah. Race ya. Run, 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 run. Hello there. Welcome to Final Sunset Retirement Farm. Are you visiting family? Pets? Family. Well, not my family, exactly. More like, um, well, my pigeon's family. Though we are kind of close. I think they would consider me family. Do you think that they would consider me family? We, uh... <laughs> uh, well, we're here to see two elderly pigeons. Uh, uh-huh. Mr. and Mrs. Uh... Uh, mi- Mr. and Mrs. Uh, 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 you know what, Mindy? I don't think I know Reggie's last name. Huh. You know, me neither. Hey, Reggie, what's your parents' last name? Oh, of course. Mr. and Mrs. You must be Reginald. Reginald. They will be very happy to see you again. Please follow me. Hey, Reg, we're just gonna, you know, take a little look around. We'll catch up with you later, okay? Oh, and say hi to Mr. and Mrs. Um, <clears throat> Coo for us, okay? Okay, Guy Raz, got some free time on our hands. What do you want to do first? We could play some bingo, maybe try one of those sit and be fit exercise classes, polish off some dentures, eh? Well, actually, I was thinking maybe we should try and track down that Galapagos tortoise you were talking about on the plane. Yeah. I mean, you could give him his birthday present and maybe he could tell us some stories. You know, being 110 years old and all, I bet he has some great ones. That's a great idea, Guy Raz. Wait till he tells you about the time he met Meryl Sheep. Hi, ex- excuse me, nurse, nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be able to tell me where I can find Lonesome George? Oh. They call him Lonesome George, Guy Raz, because he was the last Galapagos tortoise on the Pinta Island in the Caribbean. But he's actually a real party animal. Oh, I'm sorry, did you not hear? Lonesome George passed away in 2012. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, She does know he was over a hundred years old, right? He had so much left to give! (laughs) Yeah, she'll she'll be okay. But you two did come on the perfect day. Oh, why is that? There is a celebration of life ceremony for him today in the cafeteria. We do it each year on his birthday. Today, he would have been 110 years old. Thank you, nurse. We'll be sure to be there. Enjoy it. And if you see a loose tail lying somewhere around here, let me know. I have an iguana who could have sworn she left it in here. We'll definitely keep an eye out. Hey, hey, did you hear that, Mindy? They're having a celebration of life party for George in the mess hall today. Should we go check it out? Yeah, yeah. Maybe someone over there will want this prickly pear. I just want to thank everyone for coming to the annual celebration of life ceremony for our beloved friend, Lonesome George. Today, he would have been 110 years old. We don't know this for certain as he was very lonesome and very private about his age. But I do have something very special I would like to share with you today. We received 
a letter from a group of scientists who said they have sequenced Lonesome George's genome to try and understand how our friend came to live such a long, long life. Incredible, Mindy. I know. 32 animals in this room and nobody thought to put out any food. No, not that, Mindy. The fact that these scientists sequenced Lonesome George's genome in order to try and understand how he lived such a long life. Oh, yeah. That is pretty incredible. Because the genome is like the instruction manual of life. That's right. The instruction manual that each living organism has inside of them that tells them how to grow and develop. Right. And so when they say that they were able to sequence Lonesome George's genome, that means that they were able to basically translate that biological instruction manual into something that we can understand. These scientists compared George's genome to the lifespans of other mammals, fish, birds, amphibians, and reptiles to try and determine what differences there might be. And to read the result of that study, we have one of George's oldest and closest friends, Michael. George Michael? No, 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 no. George and Michael. <clears throat> Thank you. It is such an honor to speak here today. You know, it's, it's not surprising that George lived to such a ripe old age. You see, according to this letter, the researchers found that George had a mutation in one of his genes called IGF-1R, a gene that is typically related to aging and long life. Wait, 1GF1R? You kidding me? Uh, That's the license plate number on my motor pickle! A mutation? Mindy, do you know what this means? Well, I know that a mutation is when a gene in the body doesn't behave the way that it does in everyone else. That's right. And so if there was a mutation in a gene that controls aging and long life... Then that would explain how he was able to live for such a long time, even though still think he died too young. Um, and in addition to possessing this long-life gene, these researchers have also discovered that George uh, and, and Galapagos tortoises like him have extra copies of genes that help repair DNA. Yes, yes, I know. Uh, it's incredible. I'm, I'm flipping out. I'm so excited. And DNA are the small microscopic molecules that form the itsy-bitsy strands that make up our genome. Yeah, and a lot of the challenges that comes with old age, like getting hurt or getting sick more easily, well, that happens in part because the older we get, the more the DNA inside of our body becomes more damaged. So if George was better at repairing that DNA in his own body. Then it would make sense as to why he was able to live so long. Uh, also, also, uh, these researchers found that George had 12 times as many genes related to the immune system than most mammals, and, and that is including us humans. 
the immune system. Mindy, I think he's talking about the part of the body that fights off infections and keeps our bodies safe. Yeah, and he just said that Lonesome George had 12 times as many genes to do with the immune system that we do. Yeah. So this means that not only was his DNA just crazy good at fixing itself... But his immune system was also kicking some serious batoot, keeping out all those nasty infections and diseases. It does seem that way, Mindy. Thank you, Michael, for that beautiful reading. I, I understand these researchers will continue to study George's genome. And, and, and apparently, next, they will be trying to unlock the mystery of why George was so big. It seems that even in death, George is still teaching us so much about life. Thank you all for coming today. I I must ask that we now make our way out of the cafeteria as uh, Babs and the rest of the canaries. uh, Yes, hello there. Uh, They have this room reserved for Tai Chi this afternoon. Thank you. Wow, Mindy, what a beautiful service. I had no idea Lonesome George had all of those secrets just tucked away in his genome. Right? Anywho, we should probably go find Reginald. He's probably just about ready to... What in the... Reggie, look at you. What a great sweater. Oh, and it even has your name embroidered across the front of it. Did your mom knit that for you? (laughs) He said that his dad knitted this sweater. These were knitted by his mom. Matching sweaters that say Mindy. And Guy Ross. Yep, uh, that's what I thought. Thanks, Thanks Reggie. What? <laughs> oh, here come the canaries. I guess we should probably get out of here, Mindy. Okay, so what do you two want to do next? We could play a game of bridge with the lemurs, maybe? Maybe do some water aerobics with the otters. That would be nice. Oh, wait, wait. How about we go map Wow in the world will be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from LegalZoom. If you want to make 2019 the year you finally start a business or secure your family's future, LegalZoom can help. With their network of independent attorneys licensed in all 50 states, LegalZoom can help you navigate your legal needs, from wills and trusts to LLCs, trademarks, contract reviews, and more. And the best part is LegalZoom is not a law firm, so they don't charge by the hour. More at LegalZoom.com NPR. The world is complicated, but knowing the past can help us understand it so much better. That's where we come in. I'm Rand Abdel-Fattah. I'm Ramtin Arablouei, and we're the hosts of Throughline, NPR's new history podcast. Every week, we'll dig into forgotten stories from the moments that shaped our world. Throughline, history like you've never heard it before. That's it. Back to the show. Wow in the world. Calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy and Jaros. My name is Anthony, and I live in Sydney, Sydney, Australia. And my Wow in the World that we breathe oxygen, and then we breathe out carbon dioxide, which the trees turn into oxygen again, so we can breathe it back. 
Badminton gotta say hi, say hi to Reggie for me. Hi, my name is Ava and I am from Scottsdale, Arizona. And hi, Reggie. My wow is that rabbits can only eat a little bit of carrot each day because it has too much sugar for them. A carrot is like a humongous rabbit candy bar. Bye. I love your show. Hi, my name is Cosmo. I live in Burnsville, North Carolina. And my wow in the world is when you have lived for 2.4 billion seconds, you will be 75 years old. Hi, Lindy and Guy Ross. This is Alice from Providence, Rhode Island. My wow in the world is that frogs have to blink to swallow because their eyes go down into their throats and push the food down. Hi, my name is Clara, and I I live in Georgia, and my wow in the world is that clouds are made of water droplets. Bye, I love your show. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Wally. I live in Fort Collins, Colorado. And my wow is that in some parts of the world, people train monkeys to collect coconuts. Say hi to Reggie for me. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. I'm Molly, and I'm from New Zealand, but I live in Japan. And my wow in the world is that bees can also be red, blue, and green. Bye. I love your show. Hi, my name is Karen. Hi, my name is Charlotte. We're from Spokane, Washington. And our wow in the world is that scientists are studying kale to make coats out of it because it repels water. Hey, Ross, would you like to have a tweet coat made out of your favorite food? Bye, we love your show. And Reggie. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Hello. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR.
This is Peter Sagal from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Sure, you listen to this podcast and all the other NPR podcasts because of how much stuff we know. But what about you? When do you get credit for how smart you are? Well, now you can. The Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me quiz game is now available via your smart speaker. Just ask your smart speaker to open the Wait, Wait quiz, and finally, recognition can be yours.